The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. Oh, you know what else you're not a fan of? What? Having a mic that's on. Damn it, Lane, I told you I was switching to green. Or blue. Oh, there we oh, go. Oh, he told me green. That's why. <laughs> uh, now we're on. Too Welcome. Nougat. Hey, did you guys know Toblerone's have nougat? We just found out about that. I just don't really love nougat. Really? I don't even know what nougat is. It's just like a... What is it? Nice. Caramely. Nice. <laughs> Goes for the... It's just, just a, What is it? Well, it's kind of like a taffy, but harder. You're like, I would say. It's like a taffy. Taffy's my favorite. Wait, what's taffy? Um, That's an Olaf impression. Oh, jeez. That was really Let's bad. Please not do that. <laughs> I'm reading a lot of... In summer... <laughs> Well done, Wayne. Well done. Thank you. Uh, welcome to Drawing Well Awesome. My name's Warren. I'm Wayne. And I'm Brian. Art is, I don't know He's where in Tasmania. he is at this point. Is he in the fires of Australia? Is he yep. in Mordor? What has happened to him? Who knows? Is he ever coming back? Probably not. Does he hate us? Easy come, easy go. Really? He uh, he never told us he was leaving. No, he didn't tell us. Until he like said his out of the office the, reminder. For until like either. two days before he left, he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm not going to be there. Because uh, I'm going to be, be I'll see you guys next year, I guess. And then, yeah, and then it's like, about, and then like, it's, now it's the, it's going to, he's going to be back on the 10th. I'm like, yeah. that's like, we're like planning for the podcast, you yeah. know, like the day before, like what time are you going to be there? <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be gone for, t- we do it a day early because I'm going to be gone for three months. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Anyways, Art is uh, somewhere in Australia on a boat and uh, he'll be back next week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Next week. Right. Yeah. Later um, in the week, though, right? No, he's back this week, right? Yeah, yeah. he's back this weekend or something. Uh, also, a uh, little sneak preview on the Sunday edition. We had a very, very good interview with William Al of the Wrigley Building. So More yeah. of a hang sesh. Hang sesh, a little chill session, a little yeah. kickback, kicker. Kicker. And you'll kind of get an insight to our podcast studio as well as some other cool stories. So that's Yeah, he's Sunday. a motorcycle car guy. Motorcycle, car, motorcycle car guy. Yeah. <laughs> only in the slingshot. motorcycle cars. He's only in slingshots. <laughs> <laughs> cycle cars, which uh, Brian's really into. He has now. a couple cycle trucks. trucks. Trucks? Yeah. Those little truck things he has, those are motorcycles with like truck beds and you know? Really? Yeah. Like a cushion? Like, like a so tuck You haven't seen, when you look in them, they look like little weird little three-wheel cars. Yeah. But you look inside, it's just a straight up motor- motorcycle. Straight oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah, like with a handlebar and everything. Hmm. And does it have a little truck depository bed? Yeah, it has depository. a full-on <laughs> truck bed, yes. Like full a full-on truck bed. Yeah. Like, like book depository? And it has a cab, <laughs> too. So It's based on the deposit thing. There's a cab as well. Tuck, so you tuck. Would Wait, think, okay, I'm thinking, so he had the three-wheel yeah, yeah, that, car yeah, yeah. that was there a That's a motorcycle. Ago. But that did not have a truck bed. Yes, you're talking about like a Cushman. No cab. You're talking Cushman style. Had a cab. The the one that he had back here, 
in the had center, which is now gone. Didn't have a cab. There was yes, no it time. did. Yeah, it did. I think there's a rotation here. I think we're both right. Hmm. Uh, Wham, was there cab or no cab? Never saw it. <laughs> didn't see it. Uh, I don't know. I like to see it, though. It sounds you cool. You were in Australia at the time. Sounds cool. So anyways, listen to Sunday after Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's that's the way it works. It's Thursday. Wait a few days. Also, Lane's going to make an announcement. What's I my se- announcement? I sense it right now. What's the announcement? Morning Motors, February 2nd. Oh, yeah. DWA Morning Motors, February Yep. 2nd. And then another one it's on March It's where you learn whether it's going to be a long winter. Groundhog Day. Oh. Will yeah. Punxsutawney Phil see Oh, are we going to pull him out? Should we have can we dress art as a dog? <laughs> oh, Whoa. And he can poke his head out of a sunroof? Oh, oh. oh as eyes. Wow. As eyes. Somehow that needs to happen, even if it's just Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing the buck teeth. <laughs> the buck teeth made me laugh. Yeah, so it did. Yeah, and then March, Groundhog Day March and Morning Motor Day. Morning Motors, February 2nd and March 8th. And March 8th is Daylight Savings. We like to be on obscure holidays. It's the best holidays, daylight savings. And our um, a morning motors like two months ago or whatever was on daylight savings. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting, right? We're yeah, we're very the uh, solstice equinoxal. Right? Yeah. Anyways, Thursday edition. Time to answer some questions. If y'all are up for it, I think I'm at about eighty percent up for it. Yeah, I'm kind of. Like, I'm over it. Oh, whoa! I'm into it. I'm just not all. I, you know, I just don't have your wits. I I I feel like I I. I haven't. That's why I haven't done a freaking question episode in a very long time. Yeah, it must be nice yeah. of you, just willy nilly coming, and, coming going. and going as I please. Let's do it. Bobby Reed with the cars. Change his name. Yeah, he Says. used to be just Bobby Reed. Right? I know. What's your favorite tool that we may not have heard of? I have the slide hammer that screws into a vice grip that is very useful. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Favorite tool that we haven't heard of? It's called an open-end wrench. I have a uh, magnetic um, flexible gripper that is really good at retrieving bolts and stuff. It's that's about a, oh retractable one. Yeah. So it's, it's like a retractable. You mentioned it recently, right? Well, this one is. Uh, but it's like a gripper. Like it's got those three like like metal hooks. Like that you picking can like out. the little toy at the at the. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Picking and up the stuffed magnetic. animals. And it's got a magnet at the end of it. Huh. So you can kind of get lucky by. Maybe finding your little missing ball. Or you used to be a custodian, and you'd use it to pick up trash. Nah, it's not that. Different it's much that's smaller. That's the sucker one. It's, it's much smaller. cups at the end. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, almost looks like little claws at the end you can squeeze out. I don't think I have any that's weird cool. tools. That's a, that's a good answer. That sounds that's awesome. Weird tool. I don't have any weird tools. None? Pocket screwdriver. It's not very weird, but people... Don't use it yeah. enough. Were you talking I, about the tiny ones? Mm-hmm. No, like that have a, have a clip and you would put it in your front pocket. Right. Yeah, that's tiny ones. Well, you're giving this little tiny motion. <laughs> I'm talking about that. This is the end, like the size of, oh, the, of the end. Like width wise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Flathead. But you can say that with any screwdriver. Like, like, you know, a tiny. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm, I think this, you're giving this, me this. It's like a freaking eyeglasses screwdriver. Yeah. No, that's too small. That's not what you're talking about. No, it's a that's small. That's the one that I see. Flathead screwdriver with, the, with a magnet a on tweaker, the end. A tweak. 
thick. No, he's talking about like a normal size one because, no, but it's, it's just small. a pocket. It's very small. But, but it not, has to work to use a real, a normal, it has to be a normal size. I don't, I don't, I can't work with normal screws, about. right? You can't, you can't Damn have it. a normal size one and have a freaking shirt clip on it. Yeah. It's not normal size, but it's not eyeglass size. It's, it's in like between. A, hmm. Is it it's flathead? the kind that you get at yeah. the counter flathead. at the hardware store. Yeah. So you use that's it to like a pry open stuff and, yeah. and cut cut open boxes. And Whatever, stuff. yeah. And it's oh. a shiv when you're in prison. Yeah. If you're lucky. Well, how did you get in there? That'd be high quality. That's where he's talking about the luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone's got to sneak butt. it in for you. Yeah. I, uh, I talked about it on a recent podcast, but the little, basically a ratchet with a little open area where you can put a screwdriver bit in. Yes. So it's like, it's, it's very like low pro, super tiny. So you just have the little screwdriver bit that like fits in. I and bought it's one of those and I, I've tried to use it several times and it's too tall to yeah. get into the areas that I'm looking so for. So the one I have works. One specific thing is like the mirrors on my car to get underneath. Mm-hmm. You can't fit a normal screwdriver. Right. And it works perfect for that. That's good. And I've used it for some other stuff too where I don't know. You just, there's those situations where it's coming in handy. Yeah, I, I, out of my toolkit, I lost the nut driver. It's just a standard nut driver that doesn't have a ratchet. It was like, I lost it like within a few months of ownership of, of, of this uh, set and I missed it the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like that was such a handy thing. That wasn't even ratcheting either, but yeah. Yeah, this is ratcheting, which makes it yeah. great because usually when things are like in a position like that, you, you want to have that ratcheting feature Truth. as well. Truth. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, 47 says, I know Lane hates it, but I've been going through the back catalog. I've been listening to the show since episode 322. Thus, I felt I've missed a few gems and went back to the beginning. Is Brian forgetting about his first convertible as bad as art forgetting his first car? Hashtag forgetful as ice. So wait, what was your first convertible? His VW Rabbit. Oh, VW Rabbit. Yeah. I think, yeah. Because you were, you were claiming Skylark days. You were claiming Skylark was the first ever convertible and you've ever Lane owned. Probably remember because yeah, he's a me. fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. So fucking, he's got a memory like an elephant. Fucking steel trap. And then, by the way, there's nothing worse than forgetting your first car. Art. Yeah, Art, exactly. And Art was like. He was no, but he like he was about he didn't it. even like, forget about it. He, he no, just, he was making us. Yeah, he, yeah. He was hiding it. Mm-hmm. I was Straight hiding up. it. It's easy to forget things. Well, yeah, you, he just wanted terrible to, memory. He wanted to say his first car was a BMW 2002. Yeah. He was changing history. Yep. Yeah. And Brian just oh, straight up much God, worse offense. It. Brian is just dumb. Some would say forgetful. And this reminds me, I need to go into our DWA website and change Art's car history. Oh, oh, yeah. His first car was a beloved Buick Skylark, and then he was forced to get a. It wasn't car. a Buick. It wasn't. What was it? Monte Carlo or something, right? <laughs> no, something Buick like Regal. that. Yeah, Regal. It wasn't Regal. Buick Regal. I think a Regal. Right. Yeah, something like that. Oh fuck, wasn't well, Skylark? How dare you? Well, that's well, very Skylark's different, totally actually. Different. I know. <laughs> Regal and the... Brian Skylark guy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it was his first convertible after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, forty-seven. You need to tell us other um, other tidbits because we don't remember shit. So I'm sure if you're going back to the beginning, like 300 episodes ago, there's probably some shit. Wait, 300 episodes? He said he started at 322. So. No, originally. 
Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. going back 300 before, yeah, yeah, before that. Like, I'm sure we're contradicting each, like all of the oh, bold statements. Oh, there's make so many. Things. Oh, by the way, Joe Polo texted me one day. He said he was listening. Same thing. He went back yeah. and I was professing my love for Thunderbird <laughs> Super Coops. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds about right. Uh, and then uh, uh, yesterday I was behind a really clean Lincoln Mark 8. Like, oh, yeah really clean it was burgundy unfortunately but it had all the badging and stuff and it's got you know 32 valve lincoln market blah blah blah, all the stuff and that is such a funky rear end and even the t- the headlights are weird yeah. and the overall shape that was one of the first cars i went really fast in with uh my really friend driving fast it was his grandfather's we went like 125 miles an Damn. hour in hollister but raven's grandfather and uh at in the middle of the night on these like orchard roads and I was like, oh, oh shit. Like, the, the, he was 16. Right? That's that like one where, uh, I went to, we went to dinner with that, this guy in Sonoma and he had a Viper GTS, but and then he has two Lincoln Mark 8s and he's like secretary of the club or something. Damn. And well, that guy we met at Radwood. That's the one in Sonoma. No, no, at Radwood at, uh, in Orange County, that Lincoln Mark 6 or 7. Oh, yeah, yeah, was, that black one. Super it was I don't even know what to picture in my mind when you guys are talking about these Mark Six. Picture seven, eight, a Lincoln. fake Continental kit that's somehow yeah. still. They have the is, tire vestigial. like built into the yeah. trunk. Okay. Yeah. A vestigial Continental kit. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Core says. If oh, you, uh, before you read that, I'm just blown away that you're a guy that measures uh, half birthdays. Wait, you're he like did? Raven was 16. I was 15 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew well, I wasn't. I wasn't a child. <laughs> he yeah. was. He was older than me. How many he, months were you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like 15 and three quarters. <laughs> I take it back. I, it's because I have a three and a half year old, and he will remind you of that every day. Chaykor <laughs> says, if you had to make a low rider out of a car that generally wasn't a common choice, what would it be? PT Cruiser. Ha ha ha. Rav Four. Oh, two door? Yeah. Convertible? No. What? They didn't make those? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Rav4 convertibles? Yeah. Sure. Remember the top came off in the back? Ooh. Yeah. It was like a Gen like a, 1. It was like yeah. a Targa. Yeah. Uh so Mario Mario the mechanic or at, at uh Tim's Fastlane Porsche just bought one. A Rav4? A first gen Rav4 with the removable top four wheel drive. And it's yeah. two door? It's two door. Yeah. Awesome. Those are cool. Yeah, and it has a funky, like, the interior with the, has, like, a splash fabric or whatever, like, 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 yeah. I would love to think that they'd be fun to take off-road, but I bet they're very... He's putting capable. a one-inch lift and nice. a little bit bigger tires. <laughs> one-inch. Jeez. I uh, love it. I would do a Defender, a Land Rover Defender. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're... Low rider. I feel like I've yeah. seen that before. Well, Someone old, did it with the, the Mark, old the one. first series one. Yeah, yeah in remember, Europe, yeah. in yeah. England, right? In I would England. do it with the Defender no 90. And Che Core is from England, so he probably knows. So rad. How about, remember so that cool. Jeep with the, and it's on like a Corvette chassis? Yes. It's a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing, and it was a Canepa before, but I remember yep. seeing it on like, um, on a whatever one of the highways over here, and it's slammed. It's not a low rider, but it's like it's right. super slammed. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's an. Int- I mean, it's like you get the removable fenders. It seems perfect. Yeah, that sort of thing. I'm trying to think of. There's nothing really like out there that hasn't been done. Really. Wait. Right? So did you guys? You. I didn't. Your answer? I didn't defender. choose oh, one. Defender. Yeah, and you didn't choose one yet. Mm-hmm. Like so straight up low rider. Unusual choice. I mean. 
Yeah. That would be basically not any American. Japanese car that's or, not a and not a Japanese truck. Not a truck. Yeah. Although they did a lot of Sentras and stuff. Yeah, like, tons of Sentras. Common. That was super popular. What about like a really cool like uh minivan? Yeah. That's pretty popular though. Gen one? Oh no, not Gen One, yeah. Van Culture. Mark Culture with minivan. a K. That's on Instagram. You can follow that and get your film. What's it called? Van Culture with a K. With a K. Um, dude, you could say any Porsche. Everyone nah, barfed on Porsche lower. I wouldn't figure. do that. I, I hate that shit. You'd barf, yeah. I hate any sporting. I don't like taking a sports car and turning it into something that's not right. a sports car. How about, like, a, how about a Fiat 124 or whatever this Fiat Spider? But that's so cool. Uh, yeah, same thing. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. Yeah, unlikely yeah. things. Mini Cooper. No. <laughs> <laughs> It would have to be some big barge, and then I'm like, oh, that's been done a million times. No, right? dude, did, yeah. Was it your idea to do a minivan, or was that? No, it's his, dude. do a minivan, dude. No, dude, I literally that. just said that like 14 no, seconds ago. No, he just, he was I just. I said minivan, he goes, wait, did you say that, Lane? No, oh, wait, no I know. I can't remember. when I said no, he did. Remember that one day, one time that someone said something about minivans? <laughs> when was that? A full podcast. We've established early on here that I have a terrible memory, so. All right. No need to beat a dead horse there, Wham. <laughs> PT Cruiser is not I a bad one, that? dude. <laughs> it's a horrible one. Uh, should, we, should we consult our PT Cruiser calendar to see? If oh, I know what I do. My, I know it, dude. What? I do my LeBaron convertible. Oh god! Oh, you, you know you, you should shitty ass car, dude. Like what? No, you know what you should do is fucking Baja slam. Oh, oh yes. Oh, like the Southern Baja. You just won, dude. <laughs> you just won Combo, on Hydro Combo Edition. On hydros? Yep. Slammed. Slam it. I'll take Ooh. you from Cabo to... Too bad uh, the bed's not separate. The, oh, they could dance it, it around? Can yeah. It, it can be. Around. I'd have to cut it up or something. Oh, a little custom job? So well, I found a... We're familiar uh, with custom jobs. Oh, I could do a like a, just a um, a bed... Like a, Insert? A whatever it's called. Camper top. Camper top that, oh, that, just camper that articulates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I just came across a company through Camping While Awesome. Oh, by the way, you should follow Camping While Awesome on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, the... They make basically hydraulic um, operated lifts that when you get to your destination, this is for full size full size trucks, the whole camper shell lifts up and then there's tent material. So it creates like a tall a room. Tent, yeah. But when you're driving and all it's other times profile. it looks totally like a normal camper shell. That's cool. It's kinda cool. Um it big has like fat, tons of weight and complexity to everything. Uh, didn't look that bad. It was literally like four hood straps. Just stilts. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you just lift up. <laughs> Big Fat Flip says, frustrated trying to find a good shop to work on my German built. He has that in, uh, in parentheses. Focus RS. Whenever I try to take it to a regular shop, they're usually scratching their heads. But when I take it to the local Euro shop, I admittedly get turned down the second I utter Ford. Only shop I've had luck with so far is ran by a bunch of drift kids who are super cool, but their work has left me wanting more. Any advice? So where is he? Big fat flip. I, think he, I don't know where exactly. I feel like he's in like Sacramento or something. Okay. Yeah, that's my guess too. Um, he was on our last rally. I know. I know. I forget. I forget. But I, I think he was, I, I feel like it was somewhere like up North there. North Bay, Sacramento or something. Um, it's kind of a weird question. I think it is a hard I mean, one. You just kind of need a regular good shop, right? I think like it doesn't good, need to be specific to the. Ford. I think you need like almost you need a high performance shop. You need like a race shop or yeah. someplace that's used to for dealing what? with like. For what? Well, like what's he trying to do? I don't know, but it has a a weird 
all wheel drive system that maybe like a Haldex issue or I don't know what he's doing, but those are all wheel drive, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe the Ford guy doesn't want to touch it because parts are hard to come by. And well, and he's not going to, he doesn't, I get the idea. Like, I don't want to take it to a dealership, right? Yeah. You want to find a good independent shop. Yeah, I think it has to be someplace that's independent that shop is used to dealing with like kind of race cars. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. They're not afraid to touch it. Good quality work. Yeah, they do quality work. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's hard. That is I a mean, tough one. That's a very local question though, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you just, uh, that's why I was asking where he, where he is. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, yeah. I, but I wouldn't take it to a bunch of drift kids. No, no definitely not. Never. Um, I would, uh, and I guess I would consider the dealer. It depends what you're doing. I don't know what he's doing. Oil changes. Seems like it'd be regular maintenance stuff. He doesn't yeah. have a ton of miles on that thing. Yeah. But he's definitely like, Case, it, he's so. modifying it. Any yeah. performance shop should be the place to go, like high end. Yeah, but like, then what does that mean? Like, how? Where are these performance shops? I guess that's the question. We, like, I mean, do you a, take it to a performance BMW and Porsche shop. Yeah, yeah. probably. But do they? Better. They don't want to fuck with it. Not a lot. No. <laughs> so that's where that's the conundrum yeah, he's having. Yeah. It's a performance car that's coming from a company that doesn't have a lot. A of lot of performance. And then if he takes it, like you said, if he takes it to a you know, a Mustang shop that works on Fords, they're going to be like, well, I'm not touching this. Like, we don't know what to do with this thing. Yeah. It's true. It is kind of a weird no man. I'm picturing anyone that works on like track prepped cars would be probably capable of dealing with that. Yeah. You'd want a place like, um, BTM or something like that. Right. Or, yeah. Or like, uh, edge. Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere like that. And there's, I mean, maybe start with the Mustang crowd because there's like people a oh, pretty good amount of people that track their newer you, Mustangs. I would go to like a Mitsubishi a place that works on Evos and stuff. That's probably the Drift Kids. Fuck. No, not Drift Kids. Evos, all-wheel drive cars. I mean, I'm like, saying, rate, like, like more like the type of but I feel like they're looking for work too because no, like Evos are <laughs> they're not making them anymore and stuff. So. Well, good luck finding that shit. Yeah, they're complicated <laughs> shit. Fucking Evo specialist. Yeah. Or how about a Subaru like tuning shop or something like, like oh. one of those places, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like that's a good, aren't you back to drift kids? Oh, fuck dude. No, not Subaru. All wheel drive, dude. I know. Again, they're come still on. doing that stuff. Yeah. No, it is the drift kids still lame. Yeah. They're not drift kid. How it's, you somehow get... it's the same kids. It's the vaping nah, kids. Dude. The, the drift kids. I feel those guys are no, doing we're talking like, about, okay. You're talking about Subaru drivers. I, I'm not talking about the drivers. I'm talking Flat about bills. Yeah. What are they doing? It's Go to drift life, even if find, they have all the <laughs> Find a high performance shop. Yeah. Good and, luck. And expect to pay more. I'll, I'll bet, I'll bet if he gave us his hometown, we could spend five minutes on Yelp and find him the right shop. I doubt we could. And it, I I'll think he could. would, yeah, I think he would do that. But if, and then, I, he doesn't know how to use Yelp. I know, right? And then compare prices with that high performance shop to your local Ford dealer. And see how you feel. But the Ford dealer probably doesn't want to fuck, like, because he does have modified stuff and they don't want to, like, touch his car, probably. Yeah. Alarms will go off. He'll Mm. get in trouble. Okay. Dude, he's fucked. You get get a different car. (laughs) That's your recommendation? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You heard it. Lane. Lane has spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Lane hate. All right, Michael Allen Ross. What's up, Michael? He says, I'm not here. What's up, Base? Michael? Thanks for coming to Morning Motors. Did he? No. Oh. <laughs> he texted me. He's like, sorry I didn't come. <laughs> oh, well, he missed out. Yeah. Uh, based on recent sales numbers of M3 coupes, 
do you think this trend will increase the value of non-M coupes as well? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do for his. His is like super rare. Yeah. So his is rarer than an, M coupe, than an M coupe. He's talking about bring a trailer. Yeah. He's talking about like E36s. No. No, no, M coupes. M coupes. Oh, M Which oh, have been oh. like shoes. Low, low mileage M coupes have and been those are insane. Crazy. So he has a 2.8 manual. No, he has a 3.0. Or 3.0 yeah. manual, which is like super rare. Yeah. yeah. And they're great looking and super I mean, usable and. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> say, I mean, not yeah, that I mean that's like <laughs> definitely a controversial statement. I like but, how they look. I, yeah. I mean, even comparatively, they have like it's definitely like a narrow body. It's an enthusiast car. Uh, a lot of people love that. Yeah, because it's weird. It's quirky. Very rare. It's it, not objectively beautiful, but it's quirky and yeah. good looking. I will say, rises 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 all ships and his yeah. is lots of boats are floating. When in Rome, boats are floating and, <laughs> as, and you teeth are on and and as the crow flies. Crow flies exactly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, because if you aren't able to get into an M coupe, this is the next best thing, yeah. and arguably easier to live with. So. And reach for the stars. <laughs> I always say that's all it is. And just go from At the there. end of the day, you know, it is what it is, right? I just remember this uh, has nothing to do with Michael Allen Ross's BMW, but I was watching uh, 2019 Motor Trend Car Performance Driver's Car of the Year. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. And they fucking use... Are crossroads. I know that's their road. What the fuck? You didn't know that they've yeah. used it for like yeah, that was like the whole like whatever Before six we did years or whatever. What? Yeah. yeah, they close it down. Oh, I know that, but that's where they set yeah. their like starting. Yeah, it's but it's path. Yeah, so it's just the straight out like we would go to. I know, you know, but the dirt. Kind their of. little hangout to yeah. get started it's at is the, crossroads. So I don't even remember uh, Dave Delic. Kila? Yeah. yeah. He was on a rally maybe or something or he was just on a drive and he like he came across he drove them. he came across them testing uh, took some pictures which kind of sucks cuz then the roads closed for sure you want to drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super how annoyed would you be? Pretty annoyed. If you're out there what like cuz you go out there just go on a drive. Yeah. You're really stupid. <laughs> I think they let you go through at some yeah, point. They would, intervals, yeah, they would. Intervals, you know, sure. of like, okay, you can go in half an hour. Terrible. They have a police officer that, like, yeah, they shut it off and then open it up. Connor Coon's photo says, do you think Americans will ever come back around to preferring a wagon over small SUVs? No, dude. It's no. been like 50 years. <laughs> yeah, when was the yeah. peak? What was peak wagon? Like 70s? 70s 60s? 60s, 70s? yeah. 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 Basically before the minivan and SUV existed. Yeah. Right. Bad Rabbit Habit says, um, with the E63 at 4,600 pounds and RS6 around the same, are our fast wagon halo cars really something we should desire? That's an interesting uh, I'm not super into them. statement. It falls under the big new car thing that, you know, I'm just kind of like... I still think it's a better choice than a big SUV, a big, powerful SUV. I, well, it also it falls so far out of my price range right. that, it, like, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, what are we at? $150,000? Yeah, yeah, if you're looking like, for, like, that really high-horsepower, fast thing, I think it's definitely a better alternative. I think uh Chris Harris recently posted something about the Panamera Sport Turismo and just saying that it's his perfect daily. And... I was having trouble thinking of something better. I mean, it's fun and fast. It, yeah, it's heavy, but it's also super comfortable. It's safe. It can be quiet and has all the stuff, you know? I mean, yeah. I don't know. 
yeah. much more fun if you had to drive over 17 in that compared to say, you know, a Cayenne. Yeah, it's definitely something. Yeah. Or that X6 or right. the, like whatever. Yeah. Seems like a better option. So heavy. Yes. But comparatively, um, I think we're going to give the nod to the wagon. Yeah. And then we're also never going to buy any of them. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like it comes back around to that. Yeah. So like the main question of like, is it something that we should care about? It, I mean, it is nice that it exists. Yeah. It's nice to have I mean, that validation that somebody's listening. I think that's, that's the like thing. We just like that. We like that it exists. Yeah. You're at a party and someone pulls up in a Range Rover Sport. You don't even give don't it a give second a look. Goddamn shit. Right. Yep. Even a full blown Range Rover. Yeah. But someone pulls up in that E63 wagon. You're immediately interested in what their yeah, for sure their angle. And you're asking right. questions. Yeah. Talk yeah. About yeah. It. And then you're like taking them to the bathroom, and then yeah, you yeah, don't know little, what's gonna happen. A little blowy. <laughs> God, that question just really sparked sparked some bad stuff there. <laughs> Dark Facts says on a scale of one to Yugo, how bad of an idea is it to buy a Focus RS from Carvana? Do you trust that a niche car like that will be okay from them? I, th- I should buy a used car, right? So Lane sold his car yeah. to Carvana, his GTI, which yeah. is a performance car of the same vein. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just I wouldn't like, buy your car. <laughs> if I could get, my car was in great shape. I hammered. Dude, it was in such good shape. Fight. It was in great shape. Like, dude, I didn't have a single dent. I don't, I don't know. No, I'm just saying you drove the piss out yeah. of it as hard as it could be driven. Yeah. But it was still a good car. It didn't have any, like... I don't know how. You had that nice coat of dirt and grime over yeah. it the whole time, so oh, it protected paint. the paint. Yeah. The paint was protected. I mean, it was like still perfect when I sold it. Like, there was yeah. literally no problems at all. But, yeah, I feel what you're saying. But, like, it's like buying any used car, I think. Like, you no, want to no, check no, no, it no. out. That stuff. car specifically. That car, a Subaru STI, like, be very careful, right? Right. That yeah. sort of thing. It's like the, the only person that buys that and gets rid of it quickly is someone who's no, cause it's a, it. it's a lease. A lot of it would be a lease. So you're buying older, a three year old car, but older person, daily driver. But, but if we're going to give caution to any car, I think he's pinpointing exactly the type. Of I, you're right. Do civic for. type R. I do think that those are the cars you want. Yeah. You should be, you should want to buy them from the original owner right. and see who the original yeah. owner is. Yeah. Or like a CPO with warranty. I don't know. What does Carvana it, do? But for you're warranty? still going to get them. You're still going to have probably a warranty and stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what buying a car from Carvana yeah, yeah. looks like. It's just like buying from any used car dealership, I think. Yeah. You can probably well, just have a warranty. Yeah. So the CPO, those, that's, that's special because the factory is actually making repairs yeah. and but making But on good, this, right? you could get like a used car warranty or whatever. Yeah. Extended warranty. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the worst idea. And you can always get inspected, right? I mean, what are we really talking about? Yeah. Like, as long as it's not leaking oil or has bad motor mounts. They're and pretty new cars. Right? Yeah. Like, but can't, like, can you screw up cars by, like, turbo cars, for example, by just driving them, getting them too hot? Well, I think. And not keeping the oil up and that I think sort you of can, thing. but the deal with these new cars, they all so, have, like, built-in, essentially... Well, you, they don't need turbo timers and stuff like that. Like the they're like hypochondriacs they, they too. They're, they're so prone to check engine lights now for little things that yeah. if the car is like essentially in good physical condition, there's no leaks, there's no broken pieces, and the check engine lights not you know broken or something weird. Basically, it's gonna tell you if something's wrong. Pretty much. Yeah. If it's running hot or load and that sort of yeah. Thing. Is so it, or if the diff's messed up or the you know whatever something yeah. like that. 
yeah, that stuff might get a little trickier. Like if it's worn in a way that you're not ready for, but what about clutch? I mean, that's, you know, I don't know for sure. I think I remember, uh, when I was at Subaru, Subaru is kind of that same kind of thing where I feel like STIs and WRXs, yeah. you wanted to buy them off. You wanted to know the guy who you were buying right. off of. You wanted yeah. to buy off the engineer guy who was like super geeky because that there was that guy that bought Subarus. Yeah. And then there's also the kids that wanted to be Ken Block. And they, and they would like tune them and then they would take all that shit off before they sold them and sell sure, them. It yeah. was like a, and those cars were like kind of tattered, right? And then they'd have like some shitty Vogelin coilovers or something. And, but the car looked all right besides that. Yeah. Like, so it's I just, I think it's case by case. You got to inspect it. Yeah. And that's really the thing well with Carvana. You, well, I don't know. What is the buying experience with the Carvana? You actually go to a lot and, or do you, dude, buy I don't online? think you can test. That's the thing. I don't is that think the one that had the conveyor belt. Yeah. It has, it has the, the big old tall like pyramid and, in, in, uh, in Scottsdale or whatever, um, so next to the airport there. And so, ju- I mean, just like I don't they think you come can and test drive them car, or something, they deliver they the car deliver to you. The new one to you. Yeah, and I don't know. I I imagine you can go look at it first, but but I I someone said it there too. But there's like a seven day money back. Trial. Like you can you can return it like no oh, questions well, asked within seven days. <laughs> Interesting. So in, in other used car dealers, you have to pay two hundred bucks to get. A couple days trial. Yeah, and you have to pay for that in advance, right? Yeah, you pay two hundred dollars yep. to, to possibly to change your the, mind, yep. and then if, if you change your mind and bring it back, you pay five hundred dollars yep. to restock the. And car. I believe here it's like they take they pick it up too, yeah. and it's a whole interesting. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon, and please. Become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon only stickers and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do like Camping While Awesome and we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out and join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys. Tom's underscore Ellick says, did people used to drive better? I feel like cars have maybe gotten too easy to where folks aren't even trying anymore. What's worse, people merging aggressively or people merging cluelessly. Well, Brian's the only one with a longer commute these days. Um, you do it a little off hours, but you're still doing like mountain highway, 25 miles, 20 miles. What is it? Yeah. 20. Let's, have people gotten worse? Yeah. Yeah. I think what he's saying is true. I had people. I feel like people are lazy. I had three or four people today run. Basically, they were they kept going across a red light when our light was green. Yeah, and it's like it's green for like a half a second. And Dude, I, I've seen a lot and of people that. People are still going. Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? It's, it's like fearlessness, late, late right? Thing. What's that? Yeah. It's fearlessness. fearlessness. It's just like straight like, up like. Or it's also like um, very inconsiderate. Oh, how about this one <laughs> yeah. too? Like maybe it's your time's more but, important. But it's also like putting your life in danger. Well, maybe yeah. this is another thing. Cars are safer. You're more yeah. insulated yeah. from the outside. 
Maybe cars, you don't, you don't feel that sense of danger that you would like say yeah. driving a car and I drove the Skylark over 17 you were alert. times. It's like, you're on it. And all yeah. the, it, you know, not only is it, you're closer to the outside and all the other cars around cause there's less protection, but the brakes suck and all this stuff. So you had to be really aware of what was happening in front of you. The tires are tiny. That's like Bannigan, so the Bannigan environmental life. conditions are like, you have to pay attention. So new cars, traction control, wide tires, good rubber, that's you don't you don't have to think about it. Yeah, you don't have to work. think ahead. And then uh yeah, good braking performance. Well, you know what the I think also cars are fast. Like what's the average car do like 0 to 6 like cars are just moving at a faster rate cuz they're getting up to speed so fast and like people are like I mean the slowest cars today like we were talking about with William on the Sunday show but the slowest cars today are like faster than sports cars were in the 80s and yeah. stuff, you know? Like yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, you don't have to, you're able to, you don't have to think much. You don't have to plan ahead. Mm. It's definitely and set up for good, people to like, be able to be brainless and drive. Yeah. I, I, you, I, I think, I think you see it. I think it's location based too, that you could go to, you know, Montana or something and the rush hour is totally different or just people, how people drive in cities is totally different in but Minnesota I think what, versus. Yeah. What do you guys think about the merging thing? I kind of feel like merging has always been an issue. I think cause you're an asshole merger that you're Me? probably giving. No, dude, I'm a super respectful merger. I don't like, I think super respectful. I don't know yeah. if you're like ultra aggressive. Not that you no. don't, not that you cut I zipper off. with the best of them. I give <laughs> plenty of room. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm one that will be okay, like, okay. like, I, I just want people to act normal. I fucking hate it when I'm trying to merge. I'm judging the speed of the other person. And then yeah. the guy in the freaking slow lane slows down for me. So I yeah, can, yeah. it's like, yeah, no, don't do buddy, that. No. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's yeah. my, you're job. like, it's my job to get over. Yeah, it's your job just it to stay at stay your, your own. Stay your deal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't like yeah, but, the uh, the aggressive guy. But I think that I think it's I think merging is a particularly difficult problem that has always been there. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll bet that's always. I, sure. I, I'll bet that hasn't really gotten much worse. I the think it's mindless drivers. I think has in consideration. Yeah, and you're also more connected now, so you're paying attention to so much other stuff in the car. Yeah, that's definitely true. Like uh, we're recording a podcast and merging right now. Yeah, I'm, and, I have my one hand on the wheel. Yeah. Tommy Linebarger says thoughts on air suspension for performance, such as canyon carving and light track duty. I have this same question. I'm very curious. So I've Bilstein, never done it. Bilstein had a kit. Uh, it was an air adjustable air suspension that they, I think it was called Praxis. Hmm. That sounds familiar. It was, or this that's is like a, while, a medical device company or something. Yeah, don't quote me on that, but this is a while ago. This is probably 10, Did 15 it? years ago that it was very, uh, up and coming. And, uh, it allowed for three or four settings and you can go from like, you know, ultra stiff to comfort and it could be installed on like any regular car. I think their test car was a E46 BMW. So yeah, I've seen some like tests in, I believe like European car where they did like AccuAir systems. I think it was AccuAir or one of, there's like a few of those. Big, I think AccuAir is out of I think San Luis Obispo, ones. and um, I think it was AccuAir, and it was like an I Audi. AccuAir does air ride, and that's like one of the top top yeah, ones. I want to say it was an Audi S4, and they did um, they basically did a test with an Audi S4, and they put air ride on it, and then they did back to back like testing of slalom and all the kind of stuff. Um, 
and it seemed to perform really well, but I don't. Is that what their review was? Yeah, I remember it was like really, it was it was good, but I think you'd be better off with like just a normal coilover setup, like PSS tens or something. Well, the thing that trips me out on it is, but you have a lot you of ha- you only with air ride. To me, maybe I'm wrong, but it's you adjust the height, right? The the firmer it is, the tall, the higher the car is. No. Oh, okay. Because I'm thinking there are, air, airbags. There are systems like airbags, that. yeah, and that's like what low riders use and yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. So you can drop cars. But no, because you can actually. I think I believe you drop. Yes. You can actually move where the point is as well, and that's what. And that's what they do. And then you could drop it to lower it, but but um. But it's definitely not. They have performance basically systems that, aren't, that are static ride height. But no, they're not. Changes the. I think you can still lower them and stuff okay, like. Well, it. so that's the part that trips me out because if you do for performance driving, you want yeah. to tune your alignment settings. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. If you're if you move that and you, yeah, then you you're moving that to your, one thing. Yeah, and if you if, if you're you changing camera, adjust, yeah, you're changing and all of the settings. Yeah. So it's like it's only yeah. gonna. You can only tune it to one of those spots. So tune it for whatever yeah. one you want. But the, the minute you change the air pressure in and it, and it changes the geometry, then all of a yeah. sudden it's like out of. I guess you could you see want, the same with coilovers, right? Because people will be well, like, oh, I just raise it up when I leave the track. You have and to, I, I lower it when I go to the oh, track. Well, yeah, right. Kind of stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe it works like when you lower it, you get more camber and it works to the benefit. Or something. Maybe the same with that, right? Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, but there was a Subaru WRX or STI at, at our, um, morning motors last week that had, uh, airbags on it. And then Phil said something that like nine cars at, at our show had airbags. Oh, really? Air suspension. That's an interesting stat. I think all nine of those also had welded diffs. Well, they were chattering. I don't think a Subaru in. did. They were chattering getting Cause in. the Subaru was like clean. That gray one. I don't remember it. Yeah, it was like a uh, Hawkeye, oh, okay, um, STI or WRX. Yeah, yeah. Airbags is an interesting topic because it's also like such a uh, heavy duty thing. Like they use them on semi trucks. Yeah, and uh, you know it kind of it, it can beg certain questions. Like, what if you did rally suspension with giant durable fucking airbags, right? And it's like, uh, I know you got to think that the durability isn't. Set up for that type of use, but uh, what? A, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I've know. been around. Maybe I've, the weight would you? You know, you throw semi truck airbags. Of yeah. course, that's like an extreme example. Those would be super durable, so heavy duty. But right? it's like but the like weight all of these, that is insane. Like so almost every luxury car, especially German, has airbags. air rides yeah. suspension, and um, right. they don't hold up for that long. Like no. you have to replace them. And then I have heard of these com- these people that are tearing their cars and they have like an airbag go out and stuff. Yeah. And although Dave Lawrence who puts airbags in a ton of like mainly like cruiser or caddies and stuff like that, loves the whole system and you can adjust it like infinitely and it's really comfortable on the road. It doesn't jitter and, you know, bounce around much. It's it seems pretty good, but Maybe just for certain applications. But next, that's a different purpose. Totally different what purpose. He's about. The next thing is Magride too. When, when is that coming to the aftermarket and what does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. Ben Rogat says, is a really important question. What's your favorite way to prepare a potato? Is it baked? <laughs> Twice baked? French fries? Tots? Au gratin? So this is like us cooking it ourselves. I like yeah. making fries. You like making fries? Yeah. 
Cool. You you take a straight potato and turn it into fries. Yeah, dude, you never heard of that? <laughs> I've you never like done it myself. Cast iron? You got a cast iron? Or do you have a deep fryer? Uh, a cast iron, just fry it. Yeah, with really? you know a Can- couple canola? inches of uh, what kind of oil are you using? A couple inches of canola. Canola. Okay. Wow. And then that's you cool, like man. you'll you can you'll I'll, sometimes I'll double fry it. That's that's the best way to do it. So you, you do a you do like a flash fry. Basically, you do a flash fry, then you get it out and you wipe it off, and then you do a second fry. Mm. Interesting. Um, and that's basically the first one gets all like the water out and stuff. So then you don't you get go a that nice first crisp one. You don't go that far. One. No, no. Yeah. I got. No, I've never known anybody who's done that. Try it, dude. It's easy. Sounds hard. I've got a good one. You need a fry cutter for one. It's like whatever you smush the potato through. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, I use a knife. In and out. You just cut it. Yeah. By hand. Strips. Dude, you do the nice, like, I good ones. I definitely like, never like, considered doing that myself. Really? Yeah. Oh. You have? Have you done this? Yes. I don't do it much because you, you take can a buy, potato and you just you make can it buy into frozen fries. French fries for pretty cheap. And you just I've bake done them. not as good though. Dude. Not as good. But and especially baked not a lot quicker. I mean, there's not <laughs> oil dealing with all the hot oil. It's so good though, dude. So here's yeah. one: you boil a potato, you cook it all the way through, and then you get a towel and you squeeze smash it the whole potato down, smash it, get all the water out. Nah, not really, but you just smash it so it's kind of crunched, flattened. You do that with like five or six potatoes. And you put that on a baking sheet and put those in the oven. Yeah. And you huh. crisp them up, smash potatoes. And so, then but, there's like a nice platform to dump Oh, shit so it's on. actually... Put a salt and pepper on there and like ooh. some oil. Oh, interesting. Um, before I you like put that it, idea. It's really good. Smash yeah. potatoes. And look you, it up. And yeah, you, yeah. Get, you get all the uh, It's kind of like a baked potato. and right. everything. Right. It's like a baked potato, but thinner. So you but don't have to... You get baked potatoes? And you get the crispiness yes. Yes. that you don't have with a baked potato. After you've boiled it. So it's like a twice-baked potato I would guess. be or something. But twice-baked usually has like all the stuff mixed in and then you... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Smash the baked potato, potato like has the problem because I like the skin. The baked potato has a problem that the skin's almost inedible. Set up where it's like you're scooping <laughs> it out, right? In this I, case, you don't scoop it out. You take it as you a, take the whole thing. I like that it's idea good. a lot. It's kind of like what you do with a baked potato, anyways. You like smush right. it down, kind of like right. you know. Oh, I like uh, hash browns are good too. Love hash browns, but I never make them. I've never. Yeah. I've tried making hash browns before, and I totally blew it. I I had all the temps. That's another one of those. So that's a long an, time ago. That's one of the ones where you really have to be. You either pre-cook them like Warren's thing, where you cook them first and then grate them, yeah, a little bit, or you you grate them and you have to really dry them out because if you don't, they'll be slimy Soggy, on the inside yeah. and that's gross. Yep. Yeah, because you want them crispy. All the oil. It's yeah. so important that they're crispy. That's yep. everything about them. And you don't yeah. want that that wet inside. Yeah, really they soak yeah. up all the oil and yeah. stuff. Yeah, mm. so you I do love bake it first. I love au gratin. I don't make it, but I do like. Uh, yeah, I've never yeah, made it. So I can't. TV and who's style. ever made tater tots? No one. No one, dude. I my my only way, and it's just basic, is just mashed potatoes, and I just mashed potatoes skin, are great, skin and everything, and just you know do real, just boil a lot of them, throw them in a thing. So let me get with this a ton right. of butter. You boil them and then you mash them. <laughs> Yeah. With, oh shit! With butter and a little bit of milk. Salt. We have seen I some shit. Milk. Oh, you don't do use that. milk. I should do that. What? Yeah, what the? I'm not a great cook. What are you guys surprised? <laughs> I'm not a great cook. What the fuck? Hey, I don't know what milk well, is. There's a fucking recipe on the internet. Yeah, I'm not following the internet oh, but, recipe. But um, yeah, I'm just making mashed potatoes, hey. just like you said. Warren. you didn't you didn't say milk in your little recipe. Hey. Now all of a sudden you're saying you know throw about us, milk. <laughs> throw some milk in next time. It'll give that nice creaminess that you or desire. Great idea. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And also half peeled. 
only the ball skin. No, all the skin. I want to leave it all on, dude. Dude, dude the re- why would you have to pick the ratio it, when, you, when you end Sometimes up? Sometimes you get a big bite of skin. No, you don't. No, Not dude, if you, you mix it pro- are you properly. Are you Look what Oh, I know that. He says, I'm trying to help him out. Hold on, hold on. Don't question my mashing. <laughs> what kind of masher do you have? What brand is it? Brand. Dude, I mash with friggin' regular implements. Is it OXO? What brand? No, What's... I don't have a special masher. Dude, I have this kind of masher. It's tools. like this. Mm-hmm. Just a traditional. Yeah, but he doesn't even know what he's using. No, he's, I have like, he's using a fork I, and a spoon. Time. <laughs> you got a cork it's on the, the end of a fork? spoon in the drawer. I was watching uh, the do you have big a cork? spoon. Do you have a cork on the end of your fork? <laughs> a what? <laughs> you heard me. No. Okay. I was watching Burt Kreischer's uh, cooking show. Steve Martin. <laughs> and he went to like... My mashed potatoes are he, well mashed, and I think you're totally wrong about your real ratio thing. Sometimes. Don't, no, that's any totally wrong. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Don't leave guy, the skin off, dude. On. That's fucked up. But he went to break the, the bones of a chicken. Like he had a full chicken. He started to like basically sprawl the chicken out. Right. So he's breaking it so he can, just so he can go in the oven like okay. flat almost. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes to do it. And this is his cooking show. He has people on it. And and the fucking chicken just goes flying off. <laughs> That'll happen. That is the best. And thing. then, of course, he doesn't like clean it or anything. It's just like chicken. He's stuff constantly everywhere. never washing his hands. Oh, yeah, he's so bad. Wait, who's this guy? Bert Kreischer. He's a comedian, but he has this show called uh, uh, Something's, Something's Burning. Burning. It's yeah. a YouTube cooking show with comedians. It's actually That's a good awesome. idea, but. And he's, he's like, this will be delicious. And if it's not, we already have one already prepared, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Art Seas has a question. Oh, geez. He says, Utes seem like the perfect truck solution for 80% of Americans. They have powerful engines, drive like cars, and have big beds that can be easily loaded since they're low. Future profitable import slash sales enterprise, question mark? Not for that. Not for those reasons. Just for the cool factor. Just for the cool factor, but I don't think that's like... like People like don't actually need trucks. And it's the same reason wagons aren't popular. And like, you well, know, no, it's no, like no. people need trucks, but they want them also to be an yeah, SUV. They want, so they truck, want the trucks. four door or they want trucks to carry heavy stuff or something. Or they or just want, know, there's a lot of people who want know, it for bikes. They want to sit everything. up high, but they just want a truck. Dude, it's the same reason like Baja's in so well and El Camino's died I off I and Rancheros the, or as we, as our calls them, El Rancheros. But so these are the Holden. Anymore. This is a Holden specific. Ute, right? Or did well, they, they made Ford versions? ones, right? Like, um, didn't Ford make one over Maybe there? Ford did too. Yeah, I'm sure there was a whole um, set of competition. The other thing too is, yeah, you're going to import them. They're all right-hand drive. Right? And I don't think people buying those Utes are like, ah, you know what? I just want a truck, but no, I just want a car. I'd be super down. I, I think, think it's, there's an enthusiast, uh, crowd that would be into them, but I don't think they're the answer for all Americans. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's an enthusiast market. Right, it's right. Not, it's more of a novelty. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a useful and, thing. Yeah. And a lot of them were like, kind of cool. like, they're a little sporty. It would stuff. be useful. It'd be a useful thing. But, but do you but think people are going to buy them? I think them that's secondary. Useful? I don't think they're buying them because right. of the useful Like, no one's going camping in those other than like as like a, like a laugh. Yeah. And a lot of them are, then they're all like two, two seaters and stuff. That's it's what I'm like, saying. They're single cabs. So, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's like the ultimate, exp- it's the ultimate expression of the, uh, Toyota Highway 9 bomber. Absolutely. Smaller size, yeah. big tires. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it only seats two. I would love to know, um, Standard cab truck sales versus anything else. They don't else. even make standard cabs, really. Do they make a standard cab Tacoma anymore? I, I think they I do. I think they do. I think they still So make. Ford. And Dodge does. Ford doesn't. Ford doesn't. 
Really? They make like they all have that little extended cab with Unless the little. Unless it's like full industrial. No, they don't even make it. Really? What are you they talking make... about? F one fifties? Yeah, talking yeah. About Rangers. F one fifties. They all have the little extended cab. Hmm. Like the little the yeah. I saw a standard cab short bed Dodge running around town, and it was brand new. Brand, it was very new. Not maybe not brand new, but because uh, they changed the body style. Last they year. did. It looked really. It's kind weird. of weird, dude. That's it got kind of looks cool though, right? Yeah. Short bed suspension. Was, cool. like, was it short bed or long bed? Short bed. That's awesome. That's what's like. Very, they look very so rare. good. Like I know. standard cab short bed truck. Yeah. Uh, your collectibles for and sure. Art. Uh, come back sometime, huh? Come back. We should uh, change his name to Art C's, as in the C. Oh, I like that actually. That's a really good idea. Um, why you talking? Says, have you ever been in a car that felt really good going in reverse? Whether it was a really comfy console to rest your elbow on, pure reverse acceleration like a Nissan Leaf, or a leathery passenger seat headrest to place your hand on, hmm. does anything stand out? I like this question, yeah, but I, I wish I had. I, I wish I had a good answer. A low, like a, a good visibility on the back, right? Like maybe a low seat, so you can get your arm around it easy, and then a big window in the back, mm. big oh. greenhouse, so you can get a good view. Nine fourteen. Really? Because so small to see, but because the the, because the glass is like right there, and you're looking, you have a really good um, view out of the back because you're up here, and you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not up there. You're not looking. I'm a little shorter. You're not looking like way out of the car. It's it's literally like right there. You're looking looking out of a windshield, and it (laughs) and it's very maneuverable. Yeah, that's my answer. Because a lot of cars, it's like pickup it's hard to way. view. Yeah, pickup would be, but but you're you With have the a tailgate down, but you have a long bed, so you're kind of navigating. It's hard to know where that that rear end is. It is nice to have a little bit longer wheelbase because it's less of a twitchy thing to back up. Mm-hmm. I don't have an answer. No tinted windows is a positive thing here. That is an interesting question. I mean, that's not the question he's asking, but. How would you build the, uh, if you were building a car a just reverse for backing car. up? It's got to be like an automatic. All of these things, you know, automatic. Yeah. Low low seat height, great steering. Basically, Wait, why does it have to be an automatic? Like the 60s, just one less distraction. But clutch. you don't have it as oh, just the clutch. I'm just saying. Yeah, because mm. you're just feathering on the brake rather than you yeah know, for you know speeding up and like I'm, down. I'm picturing my but you don't have to shift or anything. Well, it has yeah, to be but you don't have to letting it in and out. You know, yeah. just, just going from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Getting you're started. You're talking, about, you're talking about engineering a car just to go back? Yeah, you're talking about flipping the seat around? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, virtual reality headset. You can just see in reverse. I think that would fuck everybody up. Oh, that would be so weird. <laughs> that'd be the steering would be so fucked. SF Production Gabe says, how crazy is a Carlos, how do you say his name? Going. 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 Escape story. I don't know the story. I know he's like wanted, but yeah, I don't know. Really. So he was he was being held in Japan awaiting Why? trial for uh, money evading. Like he stole five million dollars from Nissan, maybe. Or he, he just looks like an evil he does. doer. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So he all of a sudden was basically accused of a crime and held in Japan. Held in his house, apparently of some kind. And this is, I don't know all the details, but apparently he had some musical performance at his house because he's on house arrest. And so a like classical band or something. They came. snuck him out in the cello case. Band. They put him in a fucking big what? instrument case what? with holes drilled underneath it. What? Wheeled him out, 
got him on a plane, flew him to Libya. A private chat and like, yeah. And no they use some like... Dude, I give him hostage. so much more credit now. They use basically like a black ops, like ex-Navy SEAL uh, outfit to do pull this off. Wow. And now he's... Gonna have a press conference. And they're trying to say his, he's trying to say his family had nothing to do with it and stuff. I know. And he's, uh, he's gonna have a press conference and explain his side of the story. So gnarly. Dude. Even though he's still wanted by the Japanese. And he's claiming he didn't do any of it. So he's gonna do a press conference from an undisclosed location? I think he's, I think it's disclosed. He's in Libya and Japanese aren't gonna fuck with it. So is it Libya? I I think it's Libya. Libyans. I know. And he was, Accused of this stuff in like oh in eighteen. So what's taking so long? Do you know? I'm not sure. And that was part of the issue. He was complaining about basically like just rotting away or something. Yeah, we'll see. It's a very odd story. Um, they showed the case, and it was like one of those black, you know, uh, roller like big equipment case that you'd see like at a concert. <laughs> I didn't even know that he was like arrested ever or i didn't yeah. know any of this stuff was going on like i knew i never knew oh, that it was he kind had of a big deal when it went down had because fire, it, fired by the kind of came out of nowhere it was like all of a sudden they accused <sighs> him of this big amount of money being laundered or missing or something and then he like supposedly like put it into like to his dealership that he owns or something like that yeah i don't know the details enough to get into it but that is the that's the bullet point when it resorts to when you have to resort to hidden suitcases that's pretty good. I kind of, I would be very embarrassed if I were the Japanese. It's a, <laughs> it's not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, Phenomenon says, this is the last question. What is something you used to think about cars, but now you think the opposite? Mm. I used to think zero to 60 times were important. Oh, I did too. That was the most important. When I was 16, 17. Dude, 18, when I was like, like eight. <laughs> yeah. But like when I was reading magazines yeah. about supercars and stuff. It was all about zero to six. It was all about zero to six. You're like, dude, that one's way faster. Or if a car could go 200 miles an hour. That oh, I big, never cared about that. That was a big deal when the F40 was out mm-hmm. and the Diablo and all these cars. That was a benchmark. Uh-huh. Zero to 60 was always, man. And zero to 60. I could quote mean, like all every car zero to 60 time from that era. Right. Yeah. And do we give a shit? It doesn't matter that? at all. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather. Well, especially uh, now. Because 20 like, to 60 is a better, uh, you know, mark. Yeah. Um, That's a good question. I used to be like the so anti SUV um, when they were kind of like fresh, I guess. Yeah, I was but too. Now it's like I totally They'd understand a lot of the stuff, you know? Yeah, you have two kids now. Yeah, it's not even that because I I don't think they're that like really much more practical than like anything else. But um, I just see like what's good about them, you know. Yeah, I see why you would want them. I've bought two so far. So. Brian has a grimace on his face. Well, I'm just it's a good question. I can't think of uh, can't think of anything. I'm sure there is something. Okay, hmm. cool. Um, it's good to see Chris at uh, Morning Motors. What did he drive? Phenomenon. Oh yeah, I didn't see him until the very end. Yeah, I don't know what he drove. I don't either. Oh, sure. well, we didn't. We didn't really talk about Morning Motors. Yeah, we didn't talk about it on Sunday. Well, maybe we'll get into it on Patreon. Kind of talked about. No, we already did Patreon. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, Morning Motors was off the hook though. 
Morning Motors was insane. I'm going to say it right now. It is the best cars and coffee in Northern California. What? Maybe in California, period. I'm going to say that right now. That exact, that, um, that version. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, edition. We that, like morning, show. that show, that Morning Motors. We had like 200 cars. Tons perfect of people, weather. Perfect weather. Tons of people. Tons of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone brought a friend or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there was, was people on bikes. There's like families cruising around. Tons of families. Cool to see. Well, we all had our kids there, which yeah. is yeah. cool and not, that doesn't happen every day. Um, mm-hmm. and then some friends brought kids and, the parking lot's really well set up for it. I yeah. would love to get to a point where the whole perimeter is also open. Like, so basically the, the curb is also part of the show, you know? Yeah. Oh, walk yeah. Walk around. Right. That would be rad. I mean, I don't know how Dude, we do it was that. Such, we almost it has, need to like close the street and have a street party. Yeah. Basically like, or just put, um, caution tape around that just along the parking lot would be cool. It is rad how dense it is. Like, yeah, there's a lot of cars in a fairly small area with like a good, a, like a nice way to walk around it. And then, and I think um, entry and, uh, exit is really good too. It's got yeah. two good it points works, of getting yeah. in and out. Um, and the, the shade structures, I think it's great. Or like it just breaks it up where it doesn't feel like you're in a hot roasting parking lot with yep. no features. Open. It's like a whole, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. I think it is a thing. It makes yeah. it feel more intimate. Yeah. And you can hang out in there and feel. And you go in between chill. the, it's like the different sections. Like you go yeah. through the three different rows or however many there are. Dude, how many freaking, uh, 2002s were there? Yeah. Probably a lot. 15 or something. Really? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was, it was Oh, because the whole crew rolled in. Yeah. With like Eric Freeze and stuff. And fries. Shout out to, uh, Jared Jarballs. Yeah, Jarballs. Brought us 2002, which was great. Um, yep. And then we had the food truck going off. Alta Coffee was open. Alta Coffee was had the music out. bumping. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty rad. It was good. It was good. Did you guys do anything afterwards? I went to Humble Sea. Okay, with a bunch of people. That? I went to West End. Oh, that was by yourself or what? Yeah, I was all alone. Who'd you go with? Just by myself. Really? Just had flatbread. To my, no, we met some <laughs> friends from flatbread. <laughs> met some friends there for lunch. It just happened to be that I had to go to lunch with some friends of my wife. Gotcha. And I was like, maybe go to West End. Yeah. You know, so I yeah, yeah. Spot. That's perfect. Back. Yeah. We all went to, a bunch of us went to Humble Sea. So there was like it looks, probably I've, 15 people. I've never awesome. been there. Like 20 people. Seems like a rad patio. Oh yeah. You've never been? No. Oh yeah. Just driven by. And they have food and everything. is what you get. Yeah. That's, that's it. They had really good, um, I had a chicken pesto sandwich. It was really good. Mm. Nice. Do they have big tables? Yeah. Back so you can like up front. Some little spots. Yeah. Cool. Um, I thought it was great. That was really good. It was good to so see. So, what do we people. think? How well, long is it I want to. It's I gonna get know. ruined, right? We know it's gonna get ruined. Stop! Jesus Christ, God, dude! <laughs> Why? You got to think about you know <laughs> why the negatives. Okay. I mean, yeah, we could all get you know herpes tomorrow. What would you do then? Especially after what you did tonight. Exactly. What? <laughs> um, That's my guy. I, I don't know. I mean, it's like uh, it's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting thing. These have lifespans. You know, Canepa had a lifespan. Uh, what all those SoCal ones do? I mean, there was an element of like people speeding off afterward, and it's like that sort of shit makes the lifespan less. Yeah, but it's public roads. We're not it in control is. of that. I'm just saying. You if know, a cop wants to come, have them come. They we can, we could go more undercover. We could advertise it less anyways uh i was gonna ask you if you thought that the time of like since it was after winter break and mm-hmm. people were still like off 
work and had a little bit more free time. Um, and the weather was great. Was the reason it was so big? Because prior to that, we had like maybe two thirds full or people would kind of come and go. It, Last I mean, it feels like a natural progression. It's like, I think so. It's kind of increasing in the same amount yeah, yeah. every time, except for the monsoon one. Well, we also had a break, which kind of like lifted this one up, I think. Right. Because of the monsoon one. Yeah. I think you're right. So maybe that, that's a factor. But, maybe next month. I mean, be, dude, it was also small. a perfect, like, sixty perfect degrees. storm of everything. It was like the perfect weather. No sign of anything but perfect Santa Cruz weather. Yeah. And, and it was like, it's kind of like, oh, perfect weather and it's the middle of winter. You know, it's like everything combined to make it, yeah. I think, a really good big Cars and Coffee. Like, I, I kind of just knew it would be a big one. Yeah, yeah. I did too. And I think next month will be big too, but yeah, I mean, so as long as the weather holds up. February 2nd. Yep. Sunday the 2nd. Cruise on out. Groundhog Day. We're going to have Art. Art will be in costume. He's going to be in a groundhog costume, and he's going to stick his head out of a sunroof. And if he sees a shadow, we have six more weeks of winter. Is that what it is? Six weeks? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Punxsutawney Art. (laughs) He's going to say, as ice or or not as ice. Not as ice. (laughs) All right. We'll have to work on that. I'm still looking for buck teeth for him. Sweet. I think that's the way to go. We'll find some. Um, Any other highlights from the day? Uh, from Morning Motors? Yeah. Dude. You're pretty crazy. There's a really nice uh, Pantera, that gray yeah, one. The silver one? Yeah. yeah. Silver or gray? And there were two right next to each other, right? Well, the other Andrews. Andrew yeah. and Michelle's orange uh, car. Oh, a bunch of Alfa Romeos. Oh, yeah. Tons of Alphas. Several GTVs. That blue GTV is really cool. White white on red one. Yeah, red duetto. That little, um, the sedan. I always forget Mm -hmm. what they're called. The tan one, the like super. Yeah. Super Julia or something. Yeah. Oh, it's like, uh, like Axel Jor has something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, super nice. Yeah. Um, and then a bunch of, Porsches, of course. Uh-huh. Those two, uh, what color is that? Baltic blue? Per- oh, no, iris blue. Oh, iris. 968 next to the 993. 993. Yeah, both the same Dude, iris blue with the, with same, the same gray interior. interior. Yeah, that was and, awesome. And the alloys, and it was like, yeah. how cool to... What year was that 968? I don't know, but they yeah, made them like 92 to 95. So. Right. I don't know what year it was. Could have overlapped. That was so cool. Like, were those guys buddies? Or uh, I think they, happen? I actually think be. they were because they were talking about how they both had, he's, I was talking to the nice XA guy and he's like, the yeah, they're both they, iris blue and they both have the fact that they parked next to each other. Yeah. Like perfect. And yeah. And then Lloyd and uh, Glenn and their friend came. They were one of the first cars to get there. A little white trio. Yep. So 964 RX7 uh, AD and an FD. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, Glenn's FD is so nice. The thing is minty. I think it's got like 26,000 miles or 36,000 miles. Uh-huh. Very low miles. Bought it from a dealer like Midwest that was his personal car. I don't know what he paid for it, but um, white Glenn. on black is just such a great car. And he says he really likes driving it. He's so got like, such a knack for finding cars, clean cars. I think he just buys the best ones, really. <laughs> like he's always buying the nicest ones you can yeah. find. And then same with Lloyd, that. That Corolla is yeah really he cool. He built that Corolla, didn't he? Uh, I don't think so. I think he just got it from a guy who built it up. If I is that remember. the same one that he brought to Cars and Coffee a long time ago? No, oh, I don't think okay. so. I think it's a new one. That's a different one. Yeah. He's gonna probably tinker with it and 
think his other one was a hatch, right? And that one's like yeah. a sedan or whatever. Or I don't know what you call back, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and Colin, shout out to Colin Hill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woke up at 3.30 in the morning, drove from Goleta. It's yeah. 9.12. And picked up Kevin in uh, Paso. Yeah. And kept motoring on. I guess met up with Croc, too. Yeah, met up with Croc, too. So cool. And then they all charged up to Morning Motors. I'm not sure what his day looked like if they went back that night, but... Yeah, I imagine they. I probably think, did. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, another guy. I think Didn't come from Las Kevin. Vegas he drove from. So he actually moved to Fresno from Las Vegas two days ago before, and then he drove. Basically, was at home for two days, and then drove. He drove from Fresno to our place, basically uh, for cars and coffee. But okay. he he was like coming out, from and he place. like worked it yeah. all into his trip, like oh, okay. with his timing and everything. Rad. Yeah. Uh, now I remember that I think he had sent a note at the, for the last podcast or something. That's right. right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And then Bad Rabbit Habit came out with uh, a buddy in their insane. Oh, yeah. Rear Dude, so drive. LS power. And then what did the other the VR6 motor turbo? Was oh, is that what that was? It's a weird motor. Are it's you like sure? flat it was a VR6? Top. Pretty sure. I don't think so. Oh, what was it then? I don't know, but the, it didn't look like a VR6. I, it was flat, like four cylinder looking. With uh, a oh, fat not turbo sure. on it. Oh, is it a four turbo. cylinder turbo? I think so. Huh. But it okay. was rear drive. Yeah, they're both rear yeah. drive. Which is so cool. And crazy. the V8 has that crazy, like, frame, like, cradle. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's I so like weird. it. Don't get me wrong, but it is like to get It's that so crazy to going. put that much work in. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's so nuts. Uh, mad props. Yeah, super cool. And then, uh, Brutes gave me this, uh, 944 turbo little, uh, hot wheel. Oh, nice. It's pretty cool. And then, yeah. um, the guy with the E46 M3 lightweight gave me the E46, E36, I'm sorry, E36 M3 lightweight. Yeah, that's not a VR6. That's a straight something. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, what is it? I don't know. I didn't recognize it. Huh. Looks like a tractor motor. Yeah, what is that? Is that, that John Deere? Or what is that? Husqvarna? Cat? It has a big old fat turbo on it. It's huge. Yeah, turbo's as big as the engine, dude. It probably goes. Yeah. I remember looking at You're it. You're a VW guy, Wham? Not really. I used to be one. What's up with that? Time ago. The intake, it's like so Volkswagen. weird and plain looking. Or I don't know. Yeah, that's a Volkswagen motor. I'm pretty sure that's not a V. Maybe it's an Audi. Audi 5 cylinder. Audi 5. Um. Anyhow, it's a lot of cool stuff. There was a uh, Lancia Fulvia, oh, the red yeah. one, right? Yeah, very rare to see those out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Such a funky car, super funky, cool to look at. Yeah, weird, weird overhangs and just yeah. I think those are really good looking. It's just like the front wheel drive is always kind of like what? Um, yeah, it's yeah. So weird. Right? That it's a rally that. book that I got. They mentioned the. The Fulvia, it's one of the last of the uh, successful two-wheel drive rally cars. Hmm. It actually did pretty well. Front-wheel drive. For, I think they said two-wheel drive. Oh, two-wheel drive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just before. No, 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 no. Not two-wheel drive. It can't be. Front-wheel yeah. drive. Yeah. What year did they end? I don't know much about yeah. them. There was um, there was two Mark One Chiracos. That silver one was quite nice. Silver one was really cool. the whole row. Right? What's up? They were uh, parked in the oh in yeah the, alongside on on either side. Yeah, the uh, silver one. The guy 
he has like a really cool Mark One Rabbit as well, like a full race car. And he has some other stuff, but he owns that um, taco place uh, downtown in the little square. What's that? Pl- you know the taco place in there? Oh, yeah, yeah, in Abbott yeah. Square? Yeah, in Abbott oh, Square. Blue, blue taco. Blue taco. Rabbit, blue, blue rabbit. Yeah, yeah. So it's the, he has that it's place. like the health food one, yeah, right? It looks nice. They have duck. Yeah. And, and then there was a cool little Mercedes um, coupe. Yeah. Uh, a little like Richard Chen brought his new NSX. Oh yeah, that was oh, yeah, cool. That was to see. Cool to see. A beauty. Oh, and uh, Brendan brought his Evora. I didn't get a great look at it, but he was telling me that he's already having some issues with the car. Yeah, it's brand new. But um, I, I think it'd be fun, Brendan, if you're listening. You should chronicle these things, like in a blog or I don't know, like keep us posted somehow because I I feel like. He's in a unique position to highlight the yeah. ridiculousness of a, we're in the year 2020 and he said he couldn't get the trunk open. Yep. And, and the check engine light, check came engine on. light was on and yeah. he had like an extended crank. Oh, he said it would crank no start. Yeah. So, cause I was talking to him about, it, I'm like, dude, I, you're the one that was like, you, he was on the podcast like a couple of years ago and he's saying all the, Avor- this is when the Avoras first came out and he worked at the dealership and he's like, yeah, Avoras, he's like 50 or 70% or something crazy. We're all lemon lot. He's like, they would come back. We couldn't fix them. And I'm like, I remember you telling us that. He's all, yeah, still. I'm like, but now they're kind of hiring through. He's all, still the same thing. <laughs> and then he told me all that stuff. He said, yeah, check engine light. Couldn't get the trunk open and crank no start. Yeah. This is the year 2020. Yes. So yeah. anyways. But I've uh, heard it's a, it's supposed to be a really fun car to drive. And yeah. it looks pretty cool. Cool colors. Yeah, Brendan, you you have an open invite to uh, do blog posts. He on said he'd let us uh, drive it com. at some point. Yeah, drivingwellawesome.com. You're welcome to do a blog. Um, Ramin yeah. uh, brought that rad 190E. <coughs> on the oh, yeah. The black one? It yeah. looks so good. Great. And I didn't realize until looking at his Instagram page that he has an E46 sedan with an S54 yeah. motor. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's brought it to our like twelve years. He's brought I, it to I our. I know sh- that, but I didn't know. I don't think he popped the hood. Like, yeah, I he didn't did. Know that there was. Yeah, well, that I, at the time I didn't, I, and that was before I think I had mines. But that's it's pretty rad. He's got a good collection of cars. Mm. Yeah, that thing's super cool. Um, and then there was a couple American cars, a couple like Cobras, and um, there was that Dodge uh, or what was that? The Nomad, the Plymouth. Yeah, GTX or Belvedere, yeah. Belvedere or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that thing's really nice. Had hubcaps and stuff. Like, how often do you see those, like, kind of untouched? Yeah, exactly. Like that? that was really rare. And then there was that International. It was really There's cool. two of them, wasn't there? Or, I don't know. There's maybe another old SUV. Was... <coughs> oh, you're talking about the more round? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. I didn't But this is like an International Traveler, I guess. It's called. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a Suburban. Um, And it was, it's like lifted kind of like 33s or something something and there's a euro land cruiser couple yeah, uh dotson 1600 roadster or 2000 roads really yeah, I was gonna, two uh, nice ones yeah that was that's a dotson crew whatever oh yeah z's or z, whatever z car garage z car garage um yeah alvin yeah. dude that land cruiser uh was a diesel too right hand drive Not, yeah that seems oh cool. the maroon they, one it was cool to hear it come in like rumbling like yeah that. it was a great show i mean talk about variety and kind of something for everyone and uh i think everyone had a good time so we'll do it again february 2nd yep. and uh don't don't come brian doesn't want you to come 
but maybe come. I don't know. <laughs> come on, Wham. Oh, and Chef Malone, props, dude. He brought us a I know, hot sauce. Into, I think I'm gonna go home and have. Dude, some. I'm halfway done. <laughs> I saw Chef Malone for a brief second, and he didn't hand me any hot sauce. You so. got there too late. He probably gave them all out. Yeah. I think you made a small batch. But yeah, you made like he said he had twelve to give out or something. He's gonna, he said he was gonna work on a couple of little tweaks, and um, maybe we'll see more of it. I had a, I, I posted it, but I had some carne and sahugo, and then I put that, I put a bunch of that in. It was so good, dude. Yeah. It's really good. How, what's is it like? Pretty spicy flavor or? profile, very spicy. Yeah. Um, and it's very like fresh, though. It's not, it's not like, um, not super roasted. Hmm. He said it was still alive. It's not smoky. It's not smoky like Tapatio. You can see or, it kind of working still. Mm-hmm. Some of the fermentation yeah. was still going. It's down. really good. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, I did it up, dude. I'm good. done. I'm halfway done. Already. I'm surprised you're not full. Really? Need a full batch. Need another batch. Dude. I'm surprised you're not full done. This guy eats salsa. Well, if it's really spicy, that's different. But Moreno salsa would be gone. Oh, yeah. All Long right. Dog. Boys and girls, thanks for listening. Peace out. Until next time. We might even have Art back. I don't even know. We'll see. All right. Art bye. of the Seas. do that what yeah, what the? i'm not a great cook what are you guys surprised <laughs> i'm not a great cook what the fuck hey i don't know what milk oh. is patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome go check us out on patreon and please become a patron of our podcast it helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers, and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.